The NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. Ross, we're brought to you by PropSwap. America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. We're also brought to you by PricePix. PricePix is DFS simplified. Head over to PricePix.com and use promo code SGP for a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Ross were brought to you by SoBet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social media betting revolution at SoBet.io. That's SoBet.io. Ross were brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the head-to-head matchups. Download the app today and just head over to BetterFantasy.com SGPN. That's BetterFantasy.com SGPN. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome, everyone, to the NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Monday, November 22nd, 1045 on the East Coast. And joining me, as usual, to break down what happened over the weekend and to get into the Monday night schedule is my esteemed co-host, Terrell Furman Jr. Terrell, how are you feeling this Monday morning, bud? Yep. Nope. Nope. Not doing that. We're not doing that today. Let's go ahead and get (laughs) right into it. So, ladies and gentlemen, on today's episode of These Dudes Really Don't Be Trying to Fight, we salute you, Isaiah Stewart. (laughs) Now, I know know y'all out there, y'all wondering, Isaiah Stewart, Isaiah Stewart was the one charging after LeBron. LeBron was the one that won't try to fight. LeBron was just standing there. Well, it's okay. Let me rewind the tape. And let me break it down for you so you see exactly what happened. Boom. Let's start at the, at the line. They get tangled up. Braun trying to get his hand free. You know, you're all up on him. Hits Isaiah Stewart in the face. Checks on him. Like, hey, you, you like, is you straight? Like, I ain't mean to, like, kill you like that. I was just trying to get my arm from my knee. I ain't mean to kill you like that. Isaiah Stewart gets up, looks Braun in his face. And then we count one, two, three four, five, until people separate them, where Isaiah Stewart had nothing but space and opportunity to punch Braun in his shit. No, nothing but space and opportunity, and he did not take it. However, he waited until people got in between them, and then he wanted to pop off because he knew that everybody wouldn't let him actually get over to Braun where he would probably get worked by Russell Westbrook or DeAndre Jordan before he even got to Braun. So he goes, walks off, you know, a little frustrated, trying to still make a point, runs all the way on the other side of the court trying to get there, runs through people knowing that nobody's going to let him get close, showing off. All of that 
when again he had five seconds in the beginning of this to punch Braun in his shit, and he did not take it. So we salute you, Isaiah Stewart, on today's episode of These Dudes Ain't Trying to Fight. We starting the All Star roster right now. We got Rudy Gobert, we got Isaiah Stewart. I wonder who it's going to be next week that thinks that they want to fight, but they really, really not trying to fight. Oh, man, <laughs> I just, I just can't. I just can't. I, I, I just can't. I, I don't get why there was no reason to make that big of a scene. First of all, it was no reason to make that big of a scene. It was a basketball play. Yes, you're bleeding. Cool. You're probably, you're probably mad because you're seeing red. Okay, he clocked you in your shit. All right. But you really did a lot knowing you won't trying to fight that man because when Chris Paul put his finger in uh, Rondo face, Rondo didn't wait five seconds to start trying to buck off. Rondo, boop, boop, right there real yep. quick. And you seen Rondo on the side like, yeah, he better stop acting out. I'll get up off this bitch and show him something. Yeah. And then he try- and then he goes and he sprints to the back like he's going to make it to the other <laughs> side of the arena before somebody stops. Like, it's just all for show, man. It's all for show. Like, they, these dudes really – Steven Jackson told us. He told us time and time again. These dudes really don't be trying to fight in the league. Like, they really don't. So, welcome to today's episode of These Dudes Really Don't Be Trying to Fight featuring Isaiah Stewart. We got a new segment uh, that's going to start here with Terrell. <laughs> on uh who's ready to fight and who's not ready to fight so we have rudy gobert and we have uh we have rudy gobert and uh who's that isaiah stewart now but yeah isaiah stewart hey look now i might miss i might miss some skirmishes so please people if you see somebody that look like they they trying to fight but they really not trying to fight send it my way hit me in the dms at really real underscore underscore instagram and and twitter more likely twitter but (laughs) Just let me know, and I'll review the tape, and I'll let you know if they was trying to fight, they won't trying to fight or not. But Isaiah Stewart, he won't try to fight. He was not trying to fight at all. <laughs> I I don't get too much into it. It provided, I think, it's kind of overblown now, but uh, it provided us a pretty good entertainment for last night outside of football. But um, oh, the memes were hilarious. Oh, the yeah. memes were hilarious. It's uh. Yeah, I think that uh, I'm not sure if you saw what Gilbert Arenas uh, put on Instagram towards uh, to Isaiah Stewart. I'll, I'll have to send it to you offline. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm about to look it. No, I'm about to look it. Yeah, up. look it up. Look it up. If you have a chance. I think it was on Instagram. Uh, one of my 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 brother actually sent it to me, but it was I thought it was pretty funny. Um, <clears throat> yeah, man, I think that. It's you're right that I think that Isaiah Stewart had his opportunity to to, to clock LeBron if he wanted to. And, and, you know, it could have been a lot worse than it was. And it's funny part is that it was in Detroit. We could have had malice in the palace <laughs> part two. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, it, it, one of those skirmishes, but I think that, you know, Isaiah Stewart rightfully, I think had the right mindset. I mean, not right mindset, but he had the right to be upset that he got clocked in the face. Um, and, and it's part did. of the game. It's it's part of the game, right? And uh, you know, it's. It, I, I thought the whole funny part to me was that LeBron had to go stand by the referees to, to kind of. And I think it was a coach or a couple of referees that he was standing by that kind of had to protect him. <laughs> I thought that was no. The funny it won't part know. It, no, they weren't. They weren't the protectors. They were not. Watch the video, and I want you to watch when he charges the second time and he's running running over people. Watch DeAndre Jordan and Russell yeah, Westbrook not yeah. back us back us. They didn't back an inch. They yeah. ain't back an inch. They said, "Look, if you take one more step forward, I'm putting you down." 
Yeah. So <laughs> it won't. Braun had nothing to worry about. He ain't. Ha- he don't have to do nothing. We all know. You know that's the king. He ain't had to do nothing. Everybody else was ready to go. Rondo was on the bench. Like all right, all right. Like <laughs> look, that's they ain't they ain't about it. They really. He wasn't really about it. Like he wasn't really about it. If, <laughs> if I was him. If I was him, and I was really that upset. Like I was really that upset. I'd have punched Braun as soon as he as I went to ask no questions, no yeah. nothing. As soon as I got up, I'd have rocked Braun and shit. So hmm, let's let's move on from this. Let's, I just had, uh, to, yeah, I had let, to get that off my chest on a Monday morning after I'm on in crazy heater. Oh yeah. Oh, I'll have to pull up the numbers from real. last week. Uh, let's get to back. let's get to the Phoenix Suns here, Sorrell. I think that it's we need to mention uh the Phoenix Suns and after everything that's been going on in the NBA with <clears throat> all the lack of scoring and the unders and uh, the Isaiah Stewart LeBron thing, Phoenix Suns quietly have won 12, 12 games in a row here. They're <clears throat> number two in the Western Conference right now, one and a half games behind the Golden State Warriors. But again, won 12 games in a row here, man. Um, they're playing ball. I mean, they're balling, man. Devin Booker, Chris Paul, the boys over there. They got DeAndre Aiden back this past week. He looked. He's looks like he's picked up right where he left off. Um, have you been able to catch any of these Phoenix Suns games? Yeah. Um. Luckily, you know, over here it's really hard for me to catch the games because they're on like in the middle of the night and I have to work in the morning. But yeah. for the most part, because the Suns are on the West Coast, I get to be able to catch their games in the morning. Their games normally kick off. Uh, around 7 a.m. over here this time, so okay. I'm um I'm I'm able to catch their games a, a few a few times throughout the week, and they look good. Like they look completely as advertised. They look like they look like they're back to the Phoenix Suns of you know yesteryear. Yeah, and so um, defensively, there's still a little bit of questions. Uh, that Mavericks game was just. Li- so I had a parlay, and and Phoenix Suns money line was the last leg of that first uh, game where they were down, like down to the Mavericks the entire game, and they just couldn't stop them from scoring. Like yeah. no matter how much they came back, they couldn't stop them from scoring, and they eventually put that run together where they were able to get some big shots and come back and win that game. But defensively, they still there's still some question marks for me. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is a team that has vaulted to uh, fourth in scoring in the NBA. Yeah. Scoring 111 points per game, uh, 112 if you round up. But yeah, I like I like what they're doing right now. They're getting play from everybody. Like they're getting they're do- basically doing the exact same thing that the Golden State Warriors are doing, and they're getting play from everybody, not just their stars. So I yeah. think this is uh, this is really good. And now we're now <clears throat> we are doing what great handicappers do, yeah. and we're trying to figure out where do we fade them at. Where do right. you fit? Now they got this road trip coming up, and I believe it's it starts today with the yep. Spurs, and then they got the Cavs, they got the Knicks and the Nets. Like that's a that's a pretty solid road trip. And mm-hmm. uh, honestly, you know, any of those teams can catch them slipping. Like any of them can catch them slipping. Those those are not like terrible teams. Well, the Spurs aren't that good, but uh, the Cavs look better, even though they're they're battling injuries. They look better. The Knicks are decent. The uh, Nets, we know the Nets are the Nets. So any of them could catch them slipping. So it's like, all right, where are we gonna fade them at? I think tonight might be the night to fade them. <clears throat> Three. This is their third game in five nights, four nights. Um, they played. Oh, am I looking at the right? Yeah, they played last night against Denver. They had Friday and then Wednesday. So 
Yeah, maybe tonight, but we'll get to that game when we get to it. Um, anything else around the league, Terrell, that you wanted to hit on? Um, uh, f- just to uh, say that the only the the Phoenix Suns are the only team that are on a better heater than me right now. Like last week was incredible. Yes. Last, that's that that is a week for the ages. And and when you're you know when you got the hot hand, you just gotta ride it. Sometimes like you yeah. just gotta ride it and just keep it going. So last week was really good. We're in a new week. We all try yeah. to put two two really really good weeks together. But last week was a legendary week for me. And so sometimes you know you got the hot hand, you just gotta ride it. But yeah, uh, and that's ultimately what what this science team is doing. Like they're sitting here. Hey, we was really hot last week. We was really hot the week before. L- let's put a new week together. Like let's put a new week together. And this road trip gonna be a big test for them. Yeah, just to go over the the numbers from the website. Um, uh, you finished sixty seven percent last week, twenty nine and fourteen. Three and one on your locks for last week. I finished at sixty one percent, and Zach finished at fifty eight percent. Um, and Ryan McKee, he's keeping the boat, uh, the boat ashore. He's at a fifth. He finished a little under 500 for the week, but he's still uh, above 500, above 50% for the uh, season so far. So like we said, time and time again, guys, check out our picks because I think last week Terrell was a great example that when we recorded on Friday, um, there was a lot of injury news that came out, uh, that a lot of guys were in, a lot of guys were out. So, uh-huh. We, we give out our picks on the show, but a lot of times this injury news comes out after we are done recording. So make sure to check our picks over there on our website at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Uh, just hit that NBA tab. You'll see NBA picks, and, and we have uh, four to five guys picking games every single day. So definitely check us out. You know, Terrell was on the heater last week. He was on the heater week before that. Uh, myself, I'm doing pretty good also in Zach. So he's been consistent all season long. So if you see a, a game where all three of us are agreeing, you might want to uh, pound, pound that game um, for this week. But with that being said, Terrell, let's take one break here. We'll come back and we'll get into the Monday night schedule to kick off this week uh, of the, one of the last weeks of November. Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of WinBet Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football, and more. WinBet has some brand new bonuses. New new users can bet $1 and win $100 on any sport. Plus, you can get up to $1,500 as a free bet on WinBet if you make a first deposit of $20 or more. Whatever your first wager is, WinBet will match it up to 200%. If you bet $100, you'll get a free bet of $200. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer, risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. PropSwap has always always has the best odds because you're buying directly from other bettors like yourself. See a bet that you like but think the price is too high? Submit a bid for a price you think is fair, then buy it. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will double it up to $500. 
Double the cash means double the odds. If you love sports betting, you need to be using PropSwap. Every ticket purchased on PropSwap can be resold at any time. So your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money. It just needs to improve. Thousands of bettors across the country are shopping for tickets on PropSwap every day. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. All right, coming off of the break, Terrell, let's get into the games here, man. First game on the docket, we have the Brooklyn Nets headed to Cleveland to take on the Cavaliers, currently seeing the Nets favored by six and a half points, total of 209. Uh, Should put up the injury report here, but uh, where are we at with this game, Terrell? Yeah, that injury report is really going to tell me. Uh, let's see. I got it right. Here. Are we, are we getting a big man? Are we getting a big man back for, uh, so these teams are, are well rested. Oh my God. Yeah. The, the Cavs haven't played since the 18th. We're on the 20. What's yeah. Today's, today's the, the 22nd. 22nd. Yeah. The Cavs haven't played since the 18th. The Nets haven't played since the 19th. Like these guys are, they, they're well rested. So you could very well see some people coming back from injury today. So, uh, pulling up the injury report for today, Joe Harris continues to be out for the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, Bruce Brown is also out for the Nets. And then for the Cleveland side, obviously we know Evan Mobley's out for another week or uh, another week or, or another two weeks. Uh, Edie Osman is doubtful for tonight. And then Colin Sexton, we know he's gone for the rest of the season. And then Lamar Stevens is doubtful. So uh, the big injury there to Osman for the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers, but everybody else Let's should be Let's talk about that for a second. Let's talk about that for a sec, because this came out, uh, in between the Friday and the Monday pie, but yeah, Colin Sexton's out for the rest of the season. I don't yeah. think that, that wasn't that wasn't news before the Friday pod. Like we, no. we thought we knew he was out, and yeah. we figured he'd come back eventually. But no, he's out for the rest of the season, and that's yeah. that's pretty big. Like that's that's big for Cleveland just to think that you know are they putting together a playoff run? Mm-hmm. Like are they going to be able to keep this the whole season? Like he's their best scorer. Like that's the best scorer of the basketball they have, and now is uh so you're questioning that and then it was also he was on he was trade rumors like Colin Seston could have moved by the deadline to somebody and been a real contender to somebody like Colin Seston was somebody that people were looking after they were just trying to figure where they're going to pay him so right. that's really really big that's a big loss for this Cleveland team like a huge loss for this Cleveland team and they're going to need to find something somebody else in that backcourt Somebody else in that backcourt to make plays. Like they can't rely on Denzel Valentine coming off the bench. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Yeah. That, that 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 can't happen. You can't rely on Denzel Valentine coming off the bench. So they're gonna they're gonna need to find some uh, production in that backcourt to go with those bigs, um, to you know keep what looks like a really good season going. Yeah, I, w- <clears throat> I failed to mention this. I'm sorry. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets and Cavs did get together on Wednesday, November 17th, where the Brooklyn Nets won that game by 10 points on uh, Brooklyn's home floor, and now they're going to Cleveland. So, yeah, you're right. Both these teams are rested here. Um, I think, uh, man, I want to lean towards the Cavs here at home, getting these many points. Uh, Darius Garland and Ricky Rubio in that game previous against the Nets combined for 49 of the 99 points. Um, Three-point shooting was not that great for either team, but – I'm leaning towards the Cavs here. What about you, Terrell? Um, 
I want to lean Cavs. I think I'm going Nets. Okay. Because I just I is is still a lot of injuries on this team. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're gonna put it together for four quarters, even on their home floor. I don't know if they're gonna be put it together for four quarters. Osmond not going is just another death piece that is really killing them. And yeah. I'm I'm sorry, but you know, and like that's that's not gonna cut it. Is right. Laurie is Laurie back? Like I don't know if Laurie is back hundred percent. I don't know um, if Jared Allen like I don't see them on the report, but does that mean that they're they're automatically playing? I don't know. They should because uh, if Colin Sexton's on the report and we know he's out for the season, they're still putting him on that report. Um, so those guys might be back. So I'll have to dig into this, a little more. They updated this yesterday. So, uh, I mean, they may, Lori might be back. Jared Allen might be back. I'm, I may change my mind knowing that for certain, but just knowing how the roster is constructed now, and if I'm only getting one of those two guys and not both of those two guys back. Yeah. I'm 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 rolling with Brooklyn here. I think Brooklyn. Can so Jared be Allen is even back on the road. Jared Allen is back. Okay, yeah. that's big for them. That's going to be big for them. Uh, he's going to have to do a lot down low, and he's going to have to make offense. Like he's going to have to make offense, and that's ultimately you know his role for this team from now on. Like it's not just the defender. It's not just yeah. the defender. He's going to have to get the ball in the paint. He's going to have to go uh, be able to make his own moves and score the basketball down low. So. Um, I'm still rolling with Brooklyn right now. Okay. Maybe I, I might change my mind towards later in the day. So, yes, check out the website, yeah. uh, com slash NBA picks. Check the website. But as of right now, I'm rolling with Brooklyn, man. I think Brooklyn just has has too much. They um, are able to score the basketball really, really well. And yep. I think that, you know, it'll probably be close. I think first half Cavs may be still in play. Like, that, they're just a really good first half team. I think that, yep. that first half spread might be still in play for them, 13-4 ATS in the first half. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I don't think they keep it together for four quarters. I think they're in it in that fourth quarter. They just start to deteriorate. They're missing shots. They're getting tired because people are playing a whole bunch of minutes. Yeah, I'm going with Brooklyn. Yeah, the Cavs, I know you mentioned the uh, first half here, and I think that they've been doing a better job actually on the road. Uh, no, sorry, you're right. Seven to one at home uh, against the spread uh, in the first half, six and three on the road. But yeah, I think Jared Allen should be able to go. <clears throat> so definitely we'll be checking the injury report as we get closer to game time, but I'm still leaning with the Cavs here. Uh, let's move on to the next game, Terrell. We have the uh, Charlotte Hornets going to Washington where the Washington Wizards are a four-point home favorite with a total of 216 right now. These two teams did play earlier this season uh, in Charlotte, where I believe the Charlotte Hornets um, they did they won that game, I believe, pulling up yep. their schedule here. 97-87 was the score, yeah. Um, in Washington, I'll mention this, one of the best uh, ATS teams at home, um, let me pull up their number here. Seven and one against the spread at home are the Washington Wizards. They're a perfect four and zero oh as a home dog. Three and one as a home favorite. Terrell, leading Wizards here, or are we going the other way? No, nah, I'm going Wizards, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the Wizards. The Wizards, the Wizards are a solid team. Like yeah. that's just ultimately what it is. Like I, I, you know, I, I'll set when I was wrong and. I was wrong. The Wizards are a solid team. They took that pickup basketball uh, names on that roster and put something put something pretty uh, pretty special together. Like yeah. they they look they look good. They look really really decent. And 
while I do really, really like Charlotte, Charlotte is one of my favorite teams this year. Mm-hmm. I think that they have made a tremendous leap from what they were playing last year, uh, you know, due to Miles Bridges and Gordon Hayward being healthy and LaMelo Ball taking a step forward. Got uh, Wait till you get P.J. Washington back in this lineup. He's going to be really, really good for them. Like, they're, they're going to be – they're going to be really, really good. So uh, I just think that how Washington plays, the fact that they're at home, the fact that they just played these games, uh, the fact that the number is this, like this number is four. Like this number, you would think this, I think it was even closer than that when they were on the road. Like it was like a, I think it was like one, two. Like I think it was, it was, yeah, like, under a basket. Yeah, something like that. So <clears throat> yeah. uh, what changed? What changed in those in those couple of days? You can't just say it's the home the home environment. Like what changed in those couple of days? Yeah. Uh, I think that's a little bit a little bit telling of where you know uh, they kind of want you to bet Charlotte. They're like, hold on, like this this game was just this a, a second ago, and Charlotte won. I'm gonna take the points. No, yeah, I'm I'm rolling with the Wizards here. I think the Wizards bounce back. I think they um, have a really really good game against Charlotte, uh, who still struggles on the defensive side of the ball. And mm-hmm. you know, I just expect more of the Wizards baskets to go in. They didn't score a lot of points that last meeting. I don't think that happens again. Uh, yeah. So I'm going and the Wiz- the Wizards have a pretty physical on defense, pretty good on defense. One of the best three point defending teams. Yep. I-, I think all that comes together for them tonight. So I'm rolling with the Wizards. Yeah, I can't fade the Wizards at home, especially you know when they're seven to one against the spread and uh, three and one as a home favorite. Uh, they're just getting the job done right now at home. Are the uh, Wizards? So uh, I will agree with you on the Wizards against the spread. Um, I'm leaning towards the under here. Also, I don't see why this number is. This size, especially when we have two pretty great defensive efficiency teams here. Um, sorry, Washington is around that. They're top 10 for sure. I'm looking at their number seven right now. And uh, Charlotte is, you know, a little worse. They're at 24. They're in bottom half of the league. But I just think that um, I just we're, we're starting to see a little the overs come in a little bit. But I just don't think it'll come in for this game. So I'm leaning towards the under here in 216. Okay. Let's move on to the next game, Terrell. We have the OKC Thunder headed to Atlanta. Atlanta Hawks, 11.5 point home favorite, currently seeing a total of 213. Atlanta Hawks, another team, Terrell, that are a great team against the spread at home, if not right up there with Washington, 7-1 and one at home against the number. Where are you going with this game, Terrell? Um... I'm looking up just to see because I feel like OKC has been really, really good against the number as well recently. Uh, currently five and three on the road against the number. Uh, so I, this is the books adjusting. They're adjusting for the fact that Atlanta is really fucking good at home. Like mm-hmm. that's just really what it is. They're yeah. really, really good at home. Um and they're adjusting for that, and they're making this number larger and larger. I don't know if I'm ready to lay 11.5 points against the OKC Thunder right now. I think this team has turned the page. I think they have turned the page. Uh, they, they're playing better basketball. They're getting uh, good, good play from the role players, and it's really just more of – are they going to show up on a road and, you know, a, a cross-conference spot against Atlanta? Yeah. I 
not 100% certain. That's why it gives me pause to say this, but it just feels like 11 and a half is too many points. It feels like that OKC can keep this in, in between um, double digits and they can make this, make this fun. Like, this could be a really fun game. OKC is a fun team right now. Like, they're, they are a fun team to watch, uh, especially because you just might not know who has the hot hand for them that night. Like, there's a lot of players that people do not know playing yeah. for OKC that are scoring the basketball, doing really, really well. It's not just SGA. So, yeah. Uh, I I really like the Atlanta Hawks. I really like OKC Thunder. I think that OKC can make this a little bit of a game, even though Atlanta Hawks are at home. I think they're due a little bit for a bit of a home letdown spot. They may think they can roll over the OKC Thunder. You know, they were one of the worst teams in the league last year, uh, start off one of the worst teams in the league this year. But I just think the books are adjusting too much for OKC and they're a lot better team than when they start the season. So I'm going to take OKC in 11 and a half. Yeah. If you take a look at the last two road games, uh, Terrell for the OKC thunder. I mean, we talked about that bucks game where you were almost right, man. They almost could have won that game outright, but yeah, they only lost that game by seven points. And I think it would have been a lot less if the bucks didn't have, you know, knocked down some free throw stores. And then against the Celtics, uh, they only lost that game by six. And they scored 105 points in that game also. So I think that you're trending in the right direction here. Um, uh, this being outside of 10, I don't like it for the for the Hawks. If it was anything, you know, around 10, I think I would have taken the Hawks. But I think now you're trying to get into territory of 11 and a half, possibly 12. I'll agree with you. We got to stay with this OKC Thunder team. Uh, thoughts on this total here? So about this total, it's the overs are coming in a little bit. Yeah, they are. This Let me feels. See what this does feel here. like. This does actually kind of feel like this. Just feels like a fun game. Like this feels like the game on a slate where everybody's like, "Oh, Atlanta's just gonna steamroll through them." This is gonna be, you know, I'm not even yeah. gonna go check for this game. Like I'm, I'm not gonna have this on. You know, if if we were sitting down on God's eye, they'd be like, "Oh, we don't need to have this game on God's eye. We can go <laughs> put something else on." And then as you get into like late in the third quarter and you're looking at the score and you're lo- you're like, Holy crap, this is a game. League and you go, you rush and try, you go and you rush and you try to catch the rest of the game. I think yeah. this is one of those games. I think it's, it could be actually a lot of scoring and really, really fun. It's some characters on both of these teams that can really score the basketball. And I like how they're both playing. So, I mean, that doesn't sound much of a handicap, but it just a gut pick gut pick. I'm gonna roll with the over in this game. It feels, okay. it just feels like an overnight for this game. <laughs> I don't. I don't hate that at all. I can't. I can't argue with that. Uh, let's go to the next game, Terrell. We have my Houston Rockets headed to take on the Boston Celtics, where the Boston Celtics are eleven and a half point home favorite. Currently seeing a total of two fourteen and a half. Uh, the struggles continue for the Houston Rockets, man. Um, there's just not. Not not good energy coming out of the camp or in post-game conferences after the game with some of these players. They did almost take care of business against your Knicks. They only lost that game by seven, but now they go up to Boston to take on the Celtics team. Uh, Terrell, thoughts on this game? Um, I mean, they played Boston pretty well early on in the season. I think, what, they lost the game by 10, maybe? Let me see. They lost that game by 10, yeah, 107-97, and that was in Houston. Yeah, I mean, it was a and – I, and I remember, you know, bits and pieces of that game. It was a pretty interesting game. Uh, 
Uh, let me check the injury report because I did see that Jalen Brown was probable for tonight. Yeah, so he'll be should be back for tonight, and then Robert Williams is also uh, probable for uh, the use. Sorry for the Boston Celtics and Kevin Porter Jr. KPJ is questionable with the left thigh left thigh contusion for the Houston Rockets. Man, I don't know what I'm gonna do because I said I'm not gonna take the. I told you I'm not gonna take the Rockets no more. But I also said I'm not gonna Boston. take the Celtics. <laughs> yeah, so like now they're just really putting me in a spot. And uh, well, I told Boston that I'm not gonna take them first, so I guess I gotta honor that commitment. So I guess I gotta take the Rockets. But I actually got somewhat of a decent handicap here. Um, okay. these pieces coming back from Boston. Like, Boston's kind of been getting it together a little bit mm-hmm. with these guys out. You know, Mark, you remember Marcus Smart called out Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum saying not passing the ball or anything like that. Like, yeah. so they're, they're kind they're still losing games. Don't get me wrong. They're yeah. still losing games. But they're kind of getting it – like, they're kind of getting it back together just a little bit. So, uh, I'm going to roll – I'm going to roll with – Houston here. I'm a roll with Houston. I think that those pieces coming back is gonna throw off that chemistry just a little bit. Okay. Not a whole lot, just a little bit. They've been, you know, Jalen Brown's been out for a while. I think Robin Williams been out for a little bit too. Yeah. Uh getting those guys back is gonna throw the rotation off a little bit. You know, people that were getting more minutes are gonna be getting less. They're gonna be trying to uh get more offense. Like they're gonna have to come in sparts and just get their offense really, really quickly instead of play their game a little bit how they did and how they were used to. Yeah. Um. I think that the the thought is that these guys come back is gonna be a huge boost and they're gonna oh they won two in a row they're gonna get back and and start rolling and it's like oh well you know they still might win this game but it might be a closer one. Rockets might give them a little bit of fits in this one. I think the Rockets aren't as bad of a team as we let on. They just can't get it together. Yeah, that's really it. I don't think they're bad. I really don't think they're bad. I think they just can't get it together. Some of you, sometimes you got those those people. You know those things. If, if you know you, if you know you know you know you know, but can't get right. That's all I'm gonna say. Can't get right. Could never get right. So, um, I I think the Rockets are just can't get right right now. They they, they just can't get they just can't get right and. Yeah. They'll go out here and play this game tough. They'll play this game hard. They may uh, make it a little make it a little bit fun for us and keep it close. But uh, I don't know if they get a money line win. But I'm gonna take them in the points. I think eight is a little bit too much just for the uncertainty with the Boston Celtics right now. Yeah, <clears throat> Rockets are five four and one against spread at, on the road so far this season. So I mean, it's not like they're. I mean, they're above five hundred in that regard. So. Um, but again, I just can't get behind this Rockets team, man. I, I've watched this team play. I mean, they're struggling scoring even a hundred points. And if Boston just comes out and you know scores the basketball, I'm not sure if the Rockets are going to be able to keep up with it. So I'm going to lay the chalk here. I'm going to go with Boston here. I, I, again, and that might be my fanhood speaking, but um, yeah, I just can't get behind this Rockets team right now. Thoughts on this total here, Terrell? Um, under. It, it feels like the under. Um, if if Houston keeps this keeps this a game, it's because of inefficiencies uh, on Boston's part. Yeah. Because yeah. Boston should really like Boston should really. And wait, what number did you say you got this at? Uh, the total. Yeah, not the total. The um, the spread. Eleven and a half. Oh hell no! I'm never laying double digit. Po- I thought you said eight. No, eleven and 11 a half. A- I'm sorry. Oh, I'm never. First of all, I'm never laying. Double digit points with Boston. Never. <laughs> I don't care who they're playing. I'm not laying double digit points with Boston. Okay. I'm good on that. So All yes, right. I, I might like lock up Houston tonight because I'm not laying double digit points with Boston. I don't care. 
Back to the total. Yes, I think it's the under. I think that if Houston stays in this game, it's because of inefficiencies on Boston's part. Yeah. This is just one of those nights where they just can't, like, they're just mi- they just miss a whole bunch of shots. And you think about the play, like, Jason Tatum has off nights. Uh, he still hasn't made that leap into the top five, top 15. Uh, well, not, not going to say top 15. He is top 10. Top 10, yeah, top five, top 10 player that we know he can be. He hasn't made that leap this season that we were expecting just yet. Um, Dennis Schroeder, we know his inconsistencies and somehow he can be with scoring the basketball. Uh, so, you know, and then we don't know what Jalen Brown and Robin Williams going to look like conditioning wise. We don't right. know what they're going to look like on the court. That's, yeah. That looks a whole bunch different. So I think if they're with all of that and the uncertainties with Boston and then to add that with the fact that Houston just can't score the fucking basketball. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm riding under here. I think that this is, you know, neither team hits a hundred and the game ends somewhere around there. Yeah, this maybe this might like sniff where that at the end of the game that total might or the spread might come into play like a 109 99 type of feel to this game. Um well, just think about this. Okay, so remember the other the other day we was on here and we were laughing because the the Celtics and the Cavs were had a total under 200. Yeah. How how much difference scoring the basketball is Houston right now to that Cavs team where I'm pretty sure they had a whole bunch of people out. The only thing with the Rockets is that over the last five games here that they're the number one team in pace. So, I mean, even though they're not scoring the basketball, they're getting up and down the floor, which I think this is why the reason might be at, or the total might be at 11, uh, 214 and a half. And even without, mm-hmm. you know, overall in the season, they are the the team with the most pace uh, right in front of the Lakers. So I think that mm-hmm. might, something might we need to consider, but offensive efficiency wise, offensive rating wise, Rockets are not getting it done there. I believe they're dead. Yeah, they are dead last in offensive efficiency. So um, I think that would be one of the reasons why this total is, you know, higher than that. You know, even a lot above 210, it's just because the Rockets like getting up and down the floor. Is this the last game on the road trip for them? For the Rockets? Yeah. Let me double check that here. For the Houston Rockets, I they see. had the Knicks the other night, and then they have Boston tonight. I know they've been, I know they've been on a, a, a pretty long road trip. Yeah, this is the last, uh, last game before the they come home to play Chicago on Wednesday. I might lock. I might lock this game up. They, they, the last game of road trip. You got to get up for that. You might not. They again. They probably won't win. But well, I'm not gonna say that because that's some juice on that money line if you took it. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, they they got to get up for this last game. Like I still, I do really do like Steven Silas. I think he's a good coach. And we're talking way too much about the Rockets, but I think yeah. he's a good coach. And I think that at some point he's going to get a really good, like this is a young team. And I think he's going to get a lot of these young guys at some point in the season. So yeah, uh, it may not be just that. It might not be just right now, but at some point I think that he's going to get a lot of them and he's tired of losing. Like he's tired of losing. They had a really bad losing streak last year. He's not trying to do that again. He's looking for a way for a spot where he can will this team back into this season and put together a couple of wins. He doesn't want that long losing streak like he did last year. So, uh, I like Steven Silas. I think that this is going to be a uh, closer of a game than people think. Yeah, 14 in a row have the Houston Rockets lost. Let's go to the next game, Terrell. The Minnesota Timberwolves head down to the Big Easy to take on the New Orleans Pelicans. The Minnesota Timberwolves are a three and a half point road favorite with a total of 213 and a half. Um, I believe these two teams have played each other this season. 
let me double check that here. Um, Minnesota, yeah, they had they played two games earlier this year, and they split both of those games. The first one, the Minnesota Timbers won 96-89. And that second game, back-to-back situation, or they had one day off in between those two games, but uh, Pelicans won that game 107-98. Both games went under that total there, and we're back at it here Monday night with the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves now in New Orleans as a three-and-a-half-point road favorite. Terrell, thoughts? Um, don't look now, but the Pelicans have won their last two home games. You're coming off that. Uh, well, I mean, they they beat that Cl- the Clippers, but the Clippers were in a back to back situation that night, so they were able to take advantage there and that low scoring affair. But yeah, you're right; they've won their last two home games. They beat the the Clippers and the Grizzlies, who are yeah. you know, oh, at the end of the day, two two teams that are in playoff position for, for yes. the West. So, right. Uh, with that being said. I'm still rolling with the Timberwolves here. Okay. What's this number again? Three and a half for the Timberwolves. Yeah. Yeah. It, it just feels kind of short, maybe because they're on the road. And, you know, it just feels kind of short. I think that Minnesota is just the better team that can score the basketball. I think they're uh, they, they, they're they able to get up and down the court and actually put the ball in the basket a lot better. I think that uh, Valachunas doesn't have anything for Carl Anthony Towns right now. Um, you know, he, he can go up there and fight for rebounds, but when, on the terms of defending them, yeah. I don't think that he has anything for him. Uh, yeah. I think they're, even though Minnesota is questionable offensively at times, I think that there's a, just a, a different tier between them and what new Orleans is doing, even though new Orleans is getting a little bit better week by week. Uh, I like, I like Minnesota. I like Minnesota. I think they're the better team. I think that uh, if they were at if they were in Minnesota, this would probably be a larger number. So yeah. I'm thinking that they're just compensating for the home crowd in New Orleans. They won the last two. People, you know, start trying to get people go back in the seats and stuff like that. But I, I think this is Minnesota. I think this is a good spot for Minnesota. They come in here and get a really good win on the road. Yeah, New Orleans Pelicans at home this season five and three. Um against the spread five and three as a home dog or five and two as a home dog. Um, I'm going to go the other way just for the sake that they're getting plus money at home. Uh, I know for all the reasons that you did mention that they might not have an answer for Carl Anthony towns, but uh, Ingram is obviously back. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to roll with the Pelicans here tonight, getting them uh, plus money at home thoughts on this total here, Terrell. Uh, was that what two thirteen? I said two thirteen and a half. Mm, I think this one is. I think this feels like an under. I think that uh, New Orleans just struggled scoring the basketball. Period. Yeah. And then the 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 fact of them starting this road trip for uh, Minnesota and going down to New Orleans playing this game. Um, they they play they played a few games uh in the past week. I think they played three games in the past what's that three games in the past six days, five five, six days, something like that. Mm-hmm. The so uh, could, yeah, you're right. And and granted that was a home stand, so they, they weren't going anywhere. They're at home for all those games and they won all those games, but I think that starts to catch up with them a little bit, scoring the basketball. They scored it pretty well in all those games. Uh I think it's a little bit of regression back to the mean for them, and this one comes underneath the total. Yeah, both of these teams heavily, heavily uh, favored or uh, 
numbers are towards the under here. The New Orleans Pelicans 13 and 5 to the under at 72%, and the Minnesota Timberwolves 11 and 5 at 69% towards the under. So, um, and again, both of the matchups earlier this year between these two teams, though both of those games went under the total. So I'll agree with you on the under. Uh, Terrell, let's take a quick break here. We'll come back and we'll get to the final five games of the uh, Monday night schedule. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the matchups. You can cash out for gift cards when your bet hits and even help raise money for charity along the way. It's a brand new company looking to grow their early adopter community. It's a slick app and it's fun to use. One of the reasons we love it is that they also offer prop betting. So if you're in a state that hasn't legalized gambling yet, you can get in on some prop bets on Better Fantasy. It's totally free to play. Download today for iPhone and Android. Check them out today at betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's B-E-T-T-O-R fantasy.com slash SGPN. Have you heard about Prize Picks? Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. I love this and I know you will too. Price Picks has the best NBA DFS prop game on the market, and Price Picks offers more NBA props than any other DFS prop operator and offers all the superstar players as well as bench players who only play a handful of games off the bench in every single game. Price Picks offers props that you can think of from yardage to touchdowns, even interceptions thrown. Tonight, Wednesday night in the NBA, I am taking Malcolm Brogdon against the Detroit Pistons to make more than two three-point shots against the Detroit Pistons. And I'm also going to be taking, let's see here, Kyle Kuzma to grab eight or more rebounds against the Charlotte Hornets tonight. And those two entries for those two projections to get over my $20 entry were turned into $60 if both of those cash for me and get above their projection so guys it's really fun you guys need to check out uh, price picks they have so many different prop betting options um, from points rebounds assists three-point shots they also have nfl they have college basketball they have college football hockey mma tennis so make sure to head over to price picks to check them out uh, price picks allows like i said allows mixed sports entries you can take the over for like i said for bradley bill tonight you could take an under on another player that's playing in another sport like college football tonight and even hockey use the award-winning app on both the app store and google play store entries can be made in 60 seconds or less it's really that easy guys price picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals don't hesitate Check out pricepicks.com and use promo code SGP to get your 100% instant deposit match up to $100 or go to your app store and download the app today. Pricepix is daily fantasy made easy. Russell Brooks by SoBet. Since when did sports became, became so rigid? Sports betting is becoming meant to be social. When I picture betting, I picture bootleggers with mustache tossing bets around in a speakeasy. SoBet is taking the social lineage of betting and putting a modern twist on it by providing a modern platform. SoBet is changing the game with their new product. Head over to SoBet.io and create an account to see for yourself. Through their fully functioning and free-to-web application, you can access a demo on their app which will launch next fall. The app includes consensus lines from Vegas, a feed of what other people are betting on, and the ability to send friendly wagers to anyone you know via text, QR codes, and links, among other methods. No money is transacted on the app and it's truly competitive. 
Next time you're with friends watching sports, turn the dial up a notch. Go to SoBet.io and see what who can hit the most ridiculous bets. Users have the ability to place bets off Vegas odds or generate a bet by using any metric they want as long as somebody is on the other side to accept it. Let's get back to the roots of betting with SoBet. Go to SoBet.io, that's SoBet.io to join the revolution. The SGPN app is now live in the App Store and in Google Play Store. The app gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. Don't forget to toss up, toss up an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right, coming off of the break, Joel, let's get to the next game here. We have the Indiana Pacers visiting the Chicago Bulls, where the Bulls are a three-point home favorite, currently seeing a total of 212 here. The Bulls did play last night um, against the, I believe it was the Knicks last night that they played, yeah. Um, and they are on that back-to-back situation. Uh, the Indiana Pacers... This season at home are a good team, but on the road, they're only four and seven against the number, but four and two as road underdogs here Um, for Chicago, 12 and five against the spread overall six and two at home. And they're four and two as a favorite Uh, Terrell, where are you at with this game? Um, Let's see here. It's really hard to fade the bulls right now, man. It really is. The, the Bulls are good. Like the Bulls are good. That's another one. I was wrong. I I was completely wrong with them. Uh, they they're putting it together. <sighs> Four and two against the number is appeasing. I don't feel like I took a lot of how, how many dogs do I took? Oh, I took OKC. Oh, well, I'm taking a good amount of dogs. So two, thus far. I don't Indiana think is, is one, two. I don't think nine. this is one. Of, yeah, and, I'm sorry. Yeah, straight up. Two and nine straight up, right? Yeah, uh, Pacers on the road. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think I can back them in Chicago. Even on, even with Chicago off a of back to back, I don't think I can back them in Chicago. Even with Chicago off a of back to back, I think that the Bulls are, they're just they're able to defend, they're mm-hmm. able to score the basketball, they make it look effortlessly. They have a whole bunch of guys that can do a lot of stuff for them. Kobe White coming back was really really big for them. Yeah. Um. And just adding another guy that can, you know, shoot perimeter shot, can handle the ball, can do a lot of things and kind of help boost that second unit. Uh, When I look down, you know, deeper down the Pacers depth chart, it's just not there for me. It's just not there. And uh, I I think that there's a clear class difference between these two teams. And I Mm. think that this number is so short because the Bulls are on the bat to bat. But that just doesn't I don't think that matters to them. Um, Let me look and see what they're doing. On on back to backs. Let me see here. Uh, oh, here I got it here for you. Um, Indiana Pacers are three and one actually on a back to back situation, but the Chicago Bulls, who are on a back to back two and zero. Oh, I mean, a very small sample, but again, um, yeah, it's only it's two, two and zero. Oh, and then one of those, and one of those games was I don't remember what the other one was. I can't I can't think off the top of my head what the other one was, but but the uh, the first, one of those back to back stretches was when they beat the LA teams. Yeah, and they played them uh, in Staples Center back to back, and that's that's pretty solid. Like that's that's a that's a solid uh, solid win to get a win against both of those teams, uh, um, in a two day stretch. So, yeah, the first one was uh, back in uh, October twenty third, the third game of the season. They were on a back to back against Detroit at home. So I don't know how much we can take away from that at that point with yeah. Detroit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I think they just have so many people that can score the basketball. They can they can thin out. Like, they can play the bench 
more minutes. Like they can play people that, you know, didn't get a lot of minutes, play them more minutes and still be very, very productive. So I'm going to roll with uh, Bulls minus three here. It feels, it feels a little chalky, but I think this number is just too short and they're, they're playing too much into the back-to-back and that probably doesn't matter for them right now. Yeah, when I saw this line, I thought this number is way too short, man. I mean, I, I just don't get it why the Pacers, I mean, why the Bulls are not a bigger favorite. Yeah, I understand they're on a back-to-back, but uh, definitely wait for the injury report, guys, because, again, this uh, because the Bulls played last night, they don't have to submit it that early. So definitely check that injury report if, you know, maybe if DeMar DeRozan or one of these guys sit out tonight. So uh, I will wait for the injury report there. But right now, if assuming if everybody does play, I am leaning towards the Bulls also. Thoughts on the total, Terrell? Uh, two twelve. Um, I mean, under, un, under maybe. Under yeah, the Bulls are a good defensive game. team, man. I mean, yeah, they're good defensive, but that kind of feels like you know that's accounted uh, for. Yeah. Uh, Paces are really bad. Paces are really bad. Bulls probably put up a lot of points, and the Paces still score. Like, they're not going to not score. Yeah. Bulls probably put up a lot of points. Paces. All right, I'll go over. Fuck it. I'll go over. All right. Let's go to the next game. I think this might be a quick one. Um, Orlando Magic, 12-and-a-half-point road underdog going to Milwaukee. I think we are – I know we're going to agree on this game. Uh, Give me – sorry, the total 217-and-a-half. 12 and a half point home favorite for the Orlando Magic, Terrell. Where yet? I know where you're going, but go ahead. Tell the people. Do you do you know where I'm going? I'm going to Magic. I Is know what you're gonna say. Yeah, I was oh, gonna say that right, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I was I don't know how you how you were alluding to it. I'm like, dang, is it like really easy that we're picking the Bucks here? Because I'm on the match. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, Milwaukee's one and six against the number at home as a fan. Exactly. Favorite. Like, I'm not, I'm I'm not getting on. They're probably due. Yeah, they're probably due, but I'm not getting on that tonight. Like, I'm not, I'm not hopping that wave tonight. Like, they just they just I mean, and it feels like it feels like we're the champs. We know we're the champs. We don't have to get up every single night like now we are in we're getting to the you know the the broad category the category of these good teams where we're like we're just gonna do enough get through get the win and you know we're ready for the playoffs like we want to make another playoff run and go get another title we're not really worried about this regular season awards bullshit that that was the early milwaukee where they were just like oh we want to be first in the nba every year we want to be blowing teams out all year long yeah and then in the playoffs we're going to just carry that momentum no they don't give a fuck about the regular season right now they're just like we're going to win games we're going to do what we can we're going to get in the playoffs and that's where we're going to make that run again and we're going to go get another title so I don't yeah. think they'll get up for it. I don't think they get up for the magic. Like, what the fuck? I don't think they get up for the magic at all. And the well, magic, let me mention I mean, this. I'm sorry. Uh, they did play on Saturday. Um, this was like kind of that back-to-back home situation. Uh, Bucks won that game by nine points, but they still covered that. Uh, the magic still covered the 12 and a half. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's some of the same. Like, I think it's some of the same. I just don't think they get up for the magic. Like they kick their feet through this game and, you know, do enough, get a little bit of a lead and just kind of hold it. Don't really do too much. Or they even have a lead and they just let the magic back in, in, in the fourth or in the third, the second half, they just kind of let the magic back in because they're just like, Hey, we know we're going to win the game. Don't care what they do. We know we're going to win the game. That's all that matters. So, yeah, I'm rolling with the Magic plus 12 and a half. I just can't – I can't take this Milwaukee team laying points uh, yeah. right now. 
And that was that game on Saturday. That was without Cole Anthony. He's dealing with a right ankle sprain. So he's so questionable for tonight. I doubt that he goes tonight, especially during what they uh, ankle sprain. But even without him, they were able to cover that number. Um, Jalen Suggs, uh, you know, their bench players really stepped up. RJ Hampton had 19 points in that game. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I agree with you. <clears throat> I alluded to it that. Bucks at home, good team, but against the number, not so great. I mean, they're four and four straight up at home, but they're just not covering the number. Like you said, what one and seven against they the number the, at home? They are the worst team. That's crazy. Of the worst team, but now, granted, New Orleans is worse, but New Orleans has only been a home favorite once. They are the worst team as a home favorite in the league, and it's not particularly close. Toronto is up there at one and four above them hitting at 20%, but they are 14.3%, one and six as a home favorite. Lakers three and seven, New York three and six, Brooklyn three, five and one. Like is, and if you listen to these teams, they just don't care. They don't care. As long as we win the game, they do not care what they do. They just want to win the game and move on to the next night. Yeah. Uh, Thoughts on the total at two seventeen and a half. Um, I'm I'm ugh, I, ugh. I hate these totals this season. I, <laughs> it's like the, it's an NBA. We're like, well, oh, you want to take the over, but like we're still cashing like unders at like 60 percent so far through the season. This game did go yeah. over on Saturday. They scored two twenty five, but I mean, are we gonna get that same performance? Not sure. Um, I probably stay away from the total, man. Yeah, I'm. I don't know. I'm not. I don't have one way, one lean or the other to the total right now. Maybe. All right. uh Looking at looking at a little later, I may have a may have a lean. Maybe maybe a second half. This might be a game where I'm kind of interested in the second half, depending on how that first half went. All right, let's get to the next game. Here we have the Phoenix Suns, like we mentioned at the top of the show, on a incredible 12 game winning streak. Here, they are on a back to back situation. They travel to San Antonio to take on the Spurs, where they are the Suns, a five and a half point road favorite. Total sitting at 221, Terrell. Um, I will say this, that the Phoenix Suns on back-to-back situations this year are 0-2 against the spread. Um, I mean, a very small sample, but like you said, they're they're starting a, a road trip here. And like you said, that, you know, they that the Spurs can maybe, you know, catch them slipping here a little bit. But thoughts on this uh, game here? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't think this is the spot. Okay. I I don't think this is the spot to fade them. I don't. I think this number is short because of the back-to-back. It's maybe a little bit short because they're thinking of this is the back-to-back. Everybody's going to fade them at this spot because this is the back-to-back. Everybody's going to fade them in this spot. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they just put up a crazy – like, they just blew Denver out the fucking water. Yeah. Uh, so, this this feels like – Nah, I think everybody. I think everybody thinks this is the spot to fade them, and I think the spot to fade them might actually be Cleveland. Depending how Cleveland mm. plays tonight, okay. depending how Cleveland plays the Nets tonight, I think the spot to fade this win streak is Cleveland. Okay, Cleveland because they're gonna be a dog. Cleveland's really good as a dog. Yeah, they have the size. Even with with just Jared Allen, not Evan Mobley, they still have the size. And you know, getting another rep with with Jared Allen back in the lineup is going to be really good. So this this game, if he's in the lineup this game, having a game under their belt where he's back is going to be really good for them. They're going to start to start to feel it a little bit more again. I'm rolling with the Suns here. I'm a later points. I think that they cruise through this one again, on even on the back-to-back. 
Uh, the Spurs are just not a good team right now. It's just not like I told yeah. you. It's that melatonin basketball team. <laughs> I think the, I think the Suns. I think the Sun. They probably let the Spurs end the game a little bit, and then you know they come back into one of those second half surges and and uh, take the lead. So, but I'm I'm on the Suns here. I don't think this is a spot to fade them. Yeah, I I don't know about the side here, but if, yeah, if gun to my head, I would go with. The Suns also just because this is a train that you don't want to get in front of right now. I mean, winning 13 games in a row in the NBA, that's a, a very tall task to do. So it doesn't matter who you played any uh, in the, within those 13 games. Like any team could beat any team on any given single night. But for them to do 13 in a row, that's not a train I want to get in front of right now. But for this total, I am leaning towards the over here in this game, Terrell. Um, over the last five games, both the Spurs and the, and the Suns are – Number three and number four as far as pace. The uh, Phoenix Suns are the top offensive efficient. I'm oh, sorry, they are number where they go. They are number ten in offensive efficiency. Um, so I think that we'll see a lot of pace in this game. Um, so I'm leaning towards over two twenty one here. You have thoughts on the total? Um, a little bit juice. No, yeah, it's think- starting to move towards two twenty one and a half, two twenty two. Yeah, the Suns are just scoring the basketball better. Like yeah. they're just scoring maybe very efficient. Maybe they're, yeah, they're scoring the basketball better. They're uh, getting re- they're really good at that. And the Spurs can actually like play basketball. Like they can actually score. Uh, just because I I think they're boring. That's just me personally. I mm-hmm. watch the games. I just think I think they're very fundamental. Yeah. I mean, I'm not equating fundamental to boring, but I just think that the team, like, I just think that they're boring. Like, that's it. I just don't get up when I see the Spurs game, no matter who they're playing. I'm not I'm not just like, oh, this game is great. Like, like they're really done. No, I just don't get the feels from the Spurs. They don't. That's my personal preference. I just don't get the feels from them. But I, they can score the basketball. I, I've seen it. I know that they have those games and they have those stretches where they can just put the ball in the basket. Keldon Johnson can get going. Uh, White can get going. Derek White can get going. Uh, Lonnie Walker the fourth can get going. So I'm I'm rolling with the the over as well. I think that it's a high total. They want you to bet the under, and I think it goes over this 220, uh, 221, 222, wherever you get it. Yeah, I mean, if you kind of also take a look at what the uh, Spurs defense has done, giving up points over their last five games here. Uh, they are at number 28, giving up 115 points per game, one and four straight up in that stretch. So I think that uh, if Chris Paul and all those guys are playing tonight, uh, if you do like the over, I kind of like the Suns team total to go over that number also, but definitely check the injury report later on in the day when the Suns do submit it because they are in a back-to-back. Like I've said, they don't have to submit it till later on. Uh, let's get to one of the last games here, Terrell. Two games left on the schedule. We have the Memphis Grizzlies traveling to take on the Utah Jazz, where the Jazz are a 10-point home favorite. Currently seeing a total of 221.5. Uh, Terrell, where are you at with this game, man? Is somebody out? For the Memphis Grizzlies, let me check that injury is somebody report. Big? No, but is somebody – like, is Ja out? Like, why is this 10 Ja Morant is not out, but DeAnthony Milton is out, and Dylan Brooks is doubtful. But still, Ja is playing. And I I mean, I don't Jaron Jackson Jr. is playing. Uh why is this 10? This doesn't this this, this I don't, I don't know, think man. this is I don't this is too many points for this. This jazz team is good. 
They are. The Jazz are good. Are they doing what they did last year, ATS-wise? I don't think so. I, I, I don't look at them and just see them blowing teams out every single given night like they were doing last year. Mm-hmm. And, and this is a game that Memphis gets up for. They this is like a rivalry game for them. They go back and forth. They played them in the playoffs. They, you know, gave them fits a couple games in the playoffs. Like they made it, they made it a game. I don't know why this is 10. I don't think this should be like, this is locked territory for me. I I do not think Memphis loses this game by double digits at all, at all. I like how they play. I think defensively they are a struggle bus, but offensively they are able to keep things going, and I expect them to get up deep for the defensive side of the ball against the Jazz. If they're going to get up for anybody, they're going to get up for against the Jazz. They play these uh, these top Western Conference teams really, really tough. Is where It's the other games that you kind of question with them sometimes, but they play the top teams in the Western Conference really, really tough. I think they get up for this game. This 10 is way too much for me. I think what happened in the last game with the Grizzlies May is, is what's probably inflating the number here a little bit because they gave up 138 to the Minnesota Timberwolves and lost that game by 43 in regulation. So I think maybe that's what's recency bias, I guess, is what you can say is what maybe is, a, is inflating the line here a little bit. But they just um, they don't get up. They don't get up for these like these lower level teams. And that's the, the fault of their own. Like they're not going to get anywhere. Like they're not going to be a high seed at all. if They don't go out and play everybody tough. Like like, you know, play these tough, uh, these little weak teams the same as they play these tough teams. But Memphis is good, man. Memphis is good. Ten points is a lot. Uh, this is a. Uh, as Kramer said, as Kramer and Sean say, this might be a close your eyes special. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it feels like it. It right? feels like it. Um, yeah. Jazz, like you said, they're not that same team that they were last year. I think there's another game we might see points, Terrell. I mean, you know, Memphis defensively is not great over the last five games. They haven't been great, but they, like you said, they can score basket. They can score the basketball. Usually can score at will also. So I think this number at um, 221 and a half. That and the uh, – what was the other game we just talked about? Phoenix is at the highest total on the boards here tonight. But I think this is a game that we might see some points, man. I agree with you. I'll, and, I'll take the and plus that's, 10. And that's really how they're going to win. Like, they have to score the basketball yeah. if they're going to win. They have, The reason that they get blown out is because they can't score yeah. that night. But I just think that this is a game – like, against the Jazz, who they just played in the – who knocked them out in the playoffs – this is a game that they get up. Like, yeah, this After, is probably yeah. a, a big job Morant game. Like, this they have to get up for this game. I'm I'm on the ten. Yeah, I think especially after the way they got embarrassed in Minnesota, like this is a game that you want to get up for, like you have to get up for, right? You're taking on one of the best teams in the regular season in and in, in the Utah Jazz going into Utah. Um, you're not really worried about rest here. So, uh, yeah, I think that if this, this number gets, is trending toward getting outside of 10, if it keeps climbing, I'm going to, I'm going to wait for that 11 possibly, and then pull the plug on the Memphis Grizzlies. Let's get to the last game here, Terrell, and a bit of news to discuss in this game. Also, um, we have the Philadelphia 76ers going into Sacramento to take on the Sacramento Kings, where the Kings are a two point home favorite total of two twenty and a half. Obviously, news came down over the weekend that Luke Walton was fired as the head coach and Alvin Gentry takes over. I think we had discussed this uh, going all the way back to last season, actually, is why is Luke Walton still the coach of this team? Finally pulled the plug on him and Alvin Gentry takes over. Is this one of those games where players get up for the new coach that, hey, the old coach is gone, that things weren't working for him, or is it a 
just to t- set the team back. I think it's a spot where they get up for Terrell, uh, yeah. to the Kings. Yeah, Alvin Gentry is a guy that you get up for. Like yeah. he's, you know, he's he's a guy that players like. Like players like to play for him, and yeah. you know, it, things may not always turn out. You know, situation in uh, New Orleans didn't turn out how anybody expected to, but people do get up for playing for Gentry. So I'm, um, yeah, I'm on that same wave. I think that Philadelphia is really just ready to get home. Like. They they got to be ready to end this road in this road trip and get back. They they're still mixing guys in a lot lineup. of guys. Yeah, yeah, and you know I really just don't know how I can just back them like on the road with all these guys missing, not knowing what production I'm gonna get from who. So, uh, yeah, let's go let's go with the Kings here. They need they need a win. They need a win in the worst of ways, and they're favored in this spot. I think this is a spot they get up for, and they they win and cover the number. Yeah, I think this is a game, or, or I think this is a, a time to mention. I think that in the past, when Alvin Gentry has been coaches of 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 teams, is that they like to play with a lot of pace under, or Alvin Gentry likes his team to play with a lot of pace. And I said this in the NBA Slack channels that I, was, I don't understand why the Kings are not playing with a lot more pace because you have two young, fast guys on their backcourt with Halliburton and uh, De'Aaron Fox. So I think that's something I'll have to keep an eye on and mention on the podcast as we move forward uh, watching this uh, Kings team under Alvin Gentry. But, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, I've already locked this game in at minus two for the Kings. Uh, Total is currently sitting at 220.5, another high total here. Um, Not much on it. I might take Sacramento Kings team total over. Uh, but I want to get your thoughts on it, Terrell. Two twenty and a half. Um. Yeah, I think I think over. Okay. I think the over. I think the over is a is a pretty solid spot. I don't think that the seventy six is completely fold, but I think that the three point shooting is is gonna rain today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though the seventy sixes are pretty solid at defending the three, I think that. You know, if we're playing that they get up for this game, that shots just find their ways in the basket. Like, shots just find their way in the basket and for them. And, you know, when you look at – you got Buddy Heald, you got Harrison Barnes, uh, Mo Hartless has come out and hit a few. Like, it's a lot It's a lot of three-point shooting offense on this team. It's a lot of guys that can hit it. Uh, and if you get a night from, from Halliburton or you get a night from uh, – uh, off night or you get a, a night from Fox from the three point line as well. Like you, they can blow, they can blow a game open. Like they really yeah. can. So uh, I think this goes over. I think the 76ers keep up, but you know, it's just too much. I think it's too much that 76ers they handle short, shorthanded on a road trip that they're ready to get back to the East coast. So I'm going with um, the over here. Yeah, I'm definitely going to be tuning in for this game to see how the uh, Kings respond after, you know, Luke Walton got fired and, and see the style of basketball that they're playing, if they're playing with more pace or it's going to be the same thing under Luke Walton. So uh, definitely we'll be checking out this game for sure. I like the Kings first half. Yeah. I like, yeah for your I first like quarter, Kings. yeah. I like the uh, the Kings first half. Let me, Let get me that. see uh, what they've done. They are 10-7 in uh, 10-7 ATS in the first half. Okay. This season and then two at home. home. This is I the number I'm looking at. They're not updated till today. They were updated. Actually, though, they are updated from today. First first quarter you said for the Kings. 
first half. Oh, first, first half Kings. Well, yeah, well, ten well, and seven, four and four at home. But what's again, the first quarter numbers? What's first? I mean, first quarter is, it sounds like a pretty good day. First too. quarter, they're seven. Oh, that's total. Sorry, uh, against the spread here. First quarter. I don't want the over under. I want the spread. Uh, Kings first quarter ATS eight and nine. Overall, and they're four and four. I mean, it's pretty much 500 across the board, but I think this is a different situation, though, Terrell, because a new coach. Um, so, you know, maybe we could throw the numbers out the window for it for the Kings. I like them. I like the first half play. I think the first, I think okay. they, they, they get it going. They kind of feel it out a little bit. Uh, and Philadelphia, you know, tries to make a play. Maybe, uh, maybe they get up for the first half, but I'm on, uh, I am on the Kings first half here. I think that that's going to be a solid number, basically a pick them. And I think that they just get up, like they just get up and kind of get out early. Yeah. I like it, man. I think this is a uh, lock territory for me also. So let's get to our lock dog uh, for tonight. Uh, we have about what, 10, nine to 10 games tonight. So uh, we just went through side and total for every game. Uh, I will give you the floor first, Terrell. Uh, lock and dog for tonight, sir. Um, let's see here. Hold on, let me look at. I got to look at it over here so I can. My lock. Huh? Do I be petty and make Houston my lock? I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> uh, let's do. Have I locked the Wizards all season? I don't think I have. I don't think you were down on them. I don't think you've backed yeah, them. Yeah, I don't think, so I don't this think it's a good a spot. Yeah. Starting to move towards four and a half. I really like Charlotte, though. I really like Charlotte, though. Nah, I think this is a spot. This is the spot for them. They just lost. All right. We're going to fade Charlotte. Uh, Wizards minus four. I'm going to lock that up. First, I'm pretty sure that's the first time I locked the Wizards all season. So uh, maybe some good mojo right there. For my dog, I feel like all the dogs I'm on are like the really, really big dogs. They are. I'm on a Grizzlies. That Grizzlies plus 410, that is juicy for a team that I know can get up and play the Jazz. Like, even with Dylan Brooks out, even with uh, Melton out, yeah, I think this team, this team can rally behind that. I think they can still get up and play uh, play the Jazz. Like, they, they just – they play these tough – they play the tough teams – pretty well i mean i off the top of my mind i'm just thinking about the blowout to the suns but outside of that i'm just thinking like they played these tough some tough teams in the league pretty pretty well so uh i think they're in this one i think this is way too many points i think this is this is way too many points i don't think they should double digits that that plus 10 is definitely a lot but for my dog i think that they could hit that uh that 400 money line yeah, I think this is a good spot for them, especially coming off of that embarrassing loss against the Minnesota Timberwolves the other night. So, I mean, the only direction you can go up from that is up, right? So I like where your where your head is at with that. Um, tough task going into Utah, but again, you know, <clears throat> like I said, any given night, anything can happen in the NBA. Um, for my block, a uh, couple options here that I like. Uh, God, Bulls minus three looks really good. Um, you know what? I'm just going to take the game that we just talked about, the Kings minus two. Alvin Gentry takes over. Luke Walton gone. I think these players get up for this game and respond for Alvin Gentry. Like you said, I think he's a great players coach. People or the players do like playing for Alvin Gentry. 
So I will go Sacramento Kings minus the two at home as my lock for my dog. Uh, man, let's see here. No, let's go. Uh, let's go Pelicans. I think the, I think the Pel- uh, Minnesota, Minnesota Timberwolves are going to be feeling themselves a little bit. It's not a huge dog, but um Pelicans plus three at home, and I don't know why their money line is off, but let me find it at another book. Should be around that plus 130 range for the uh, Pelicans here. Let me check this site. Uh, Pelicans, Pelicans. Yeah, plus 135 for the Pelicans tonight at home against the Minnesota Timberwolves. So, lock. Kings minus two and dog plus 135 on the New Orleans Pelicans and also taking that plus three and a half. Terrell, anything else, man, you want to touch on? Um, I'm um, sure tweeting out your if you have a parlay or a player props. Yeah, let's give out a part. I just put this together now. Right, I ahead. literally just put this together while you were talking. Yeah, and I was just like, wow, I think this could happen. I really do. Okay. Um, I'm not going to be a dickhead and take the rock. If you add the Rockets to that, that's just unbelievable. They're not winning. Oh my god! Um, they're not. Oh winning. my gosh! Wow, that is like that number. That number I just saw. Okay, I'm. I'm put it down. Put it down. Two team underdog parlay. Okay. Money line. We're gonna take my dog, the Memphis Grizzlies money line, and the OKC Thunder to catch the Hawks slipping at home and mm. finally give the Hawks another home loss. Okay. I I like them. They battle they battle test uh on the road. I think the Hawks are kind of smelling themselves. They kind of I think they kind of know that they are a uh home team that they get up for the home crowd. The books okay. know that. The books mm-hmm. inflated the number and I'm not sure where the money distribution is at this moment for right now and I may be turned off a little bit if it's kind of more uh even towards the end of the game, but I think the public, the general public is riding this Hawks home wave uh-huh. and I could just see a money line disaster for them at home today. So let's two team money line underdog parlay. Uh, that's for you, John. So we're doing <laughs> thunder money line, Grizzlies money line. Let it ride. There it is. Grizzlies money line and the thunder money line. What did you say the odds were on that? That is comes in at about 30 to 1. 30 to 1 to kick off your Monday. 29 here. to 1. 29 to 1, 31, whatever. All right. Um, I was I just saw the ticket splits here. Yeah, so everything. Oh my god, I'm seeing I don't know how many picks this is, but I'm seeing 100% of the cash on the, the Thunder and 100% of the tickets. So I'm thinking that's only probably one ticket on them so far. And we're so early on in the day here. So, no, I see. Uh, where, where I'm looking at, I see it about uh, the Sharps are on Atlanta. Well, okay. I guess you could say it. Uh, well, Sharp money is coming in now on OKC. Okay. So, all right. So, yeah, the Sharp money is coming in now on OKC, but 57% of the bets on Atlanta, 92% of the money. I just can't. Wow. So, 92% of money is on like Thunder? On, on, the, on Atlanta. 92% oh, okay. of money is on Atlanta. They're getting 57% of the bet. Sharp money is coming in on OKC as we speak. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let it All ride. Right. That is a that is a 29 to 1 parlay. 
All right, that's how we're going to start your Thanksgiving week with Terrell giving out a 29 to 30, 29 or 30 to one parlay to start off Monday here. That's going to bring us to the end of the show for this Monday night NBA schedule. Um, Terrell, let the people know where they can find you, buddy. Yeah, I am here at Twitter, on Twitter, on Instagram, at ReallyRail underscore underscore, uh, college football, college basketball, SGPN, you know, y'all know the deal. Like, y'all know the deal. I don't have to keep saying it. You know where to find me. You know, you like Kevin Durant said, you know who I am. You know who I am. Let's have a week. KD, you know who I am. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that, uh, yeah, find Terrell on Twitter if you want to troll him. Uh, we need to keep on embracing his villainhood so he can still fire off these bets at 60 plus percent over on our website. So, guys, make sure to check out our picks on ta- uh, on our website, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Uh, you know, we were locking in our picks. We may change picks just because, uh, you know, injury news comes in throughout the day. I think Friday was a prime example, but we're on fire, guys. Make sure to check our picks out on there and make sure to download the SGPN app. Uh, just go to your app store on Apple or Google Play Store, download the app. Um, and make sure to check out the website. Just so many great stuff happening over there from NFL, fantasy football, NBA, obviously, uh, hockey, MMA, soccer, before Terrell uh, strangles me for not mentioning soccer. Um, But with that being said, uh, we will catch you guys on Wednesday. Uh, Let's have a great week. Let's have a great Thanksgiving week. Let's start this Monday off right. Till then, let it ride. Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm gonna